Guys, welcome back to the long overdue grand old country podcast. I think we've been away for, gosh, probably close to seven months now. And we apologize. Me and Cole are both college students and we've had two really tough semesters and just needed to focus and get the good grades we want to set ourselves up good for the future. So we weren't just throwing the podcast away. We were grinding, studying and working hard. Still listening to country music. It's our passion. So Today it's just me, Ben. Uh, Cole is currently moving in his brother to a new apartment. So I just decided it's been too long since we've recorded, so I was going to just take over and do and do one, catch up on the things that have happened the past couple weeks. There is no way I could do a podcast over the past seven months, but I'm going to do my best to cover everything and maybe talk about some guys that, that I've found recently in the past seven months. So the first guy I wanted to talk about that I did find was uh his name is Vincent Neil Emerson. Uh, I was first introduced to Vincent Neil Emerson when I went to go see Coulter Wall down in Lincoln, Nebraska, and Vincent Neil Emerson was the opening act. Uh, he had us a very, very classic country sound, you really unique voice. Um, he's got one album out. I uh, just got that on vinyl for my birthday, but he's also got a uh, new single out called manhattan island serenade which is a really unique sounding song it doesn't sound like a classic country song it's really different but very good i've played it for my parents my girlfriend a couple of my friends they all like it he's he's really good um the name of his first album uh is called fried chicken and evil women very unique uh name i think very cool um some of the songs that uh i really like off there are uh Willie Nelson's Wall, 25 and Wasting Time. 25 and Wasting Time is very cool because he kind of shouts out uh, Coulter Wall in the, in the song. And uh, Coulter Wall has really taken him under his wing and brought him all across the country on tour. And is the reason I found him. And I bet a lot of reason a lot of other people have found him. So he's not too big yet. I think he's going to get there. Uh, of course, he's probably too country for radio which that's how you know it's good music. Um, so give him a listen. I, I really like him. He, again, very classic sound. He was really fun to watch on on stage, open for uh, Coulter Wall. Usually I kind of zone out with the opening acts, but I was locked in listening to him. Uh, and then he came back out, I think, on one of the last songs of Coulter Wall, and the crowd went crazy. So everyone, everyone there liked him, so give him a listen. He's very good. Um, the next guy that I found very, uh, I found him very recently was his name is Tristan Mares. He's a n- new red dirt Texas guy. Uh, I don't, I, he's not too big yet, but I think he's going to get there. He, his songwriting reminds me a lot of Cody Johnson, just the types of type of love songs and all the, uh, just the way he writes. It's, it's kind of slower that it's exactly what you think of, uh, when you think of Texas country, uh, a lot of fiddle, a lot of steel, good, good lyrics, good content. So, uh, I've been listening to a lot of him lately. His uh, newest single is called "Forgot About You," which is a is a unique song. It's it's different. Um, it's it's about a breakup, but it's he's kind of patting himself on the back because he's driving and 
sees the exit that he could take to go to his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend's house and he's kind of remembering oh yeah i i used to date that girl she lives there and he's kind of happy because he's like wow i i forgot about you and um just a different take on things and a cool breakup song that i i haven't heard that take before and um i think it's going to be a good good song for him might might get a little radio plays probably in texas if anywhere but uh I think in a few years he's going to be something big, hopefully like Cody Johnson maybe getting signed to a Nashville record label. So I'm rooting for him. Check him out. Some of his uh, favorite songs that favorite songs for me that he has is um, Darlin', which is a really upbeat, fun kind of song. I, I always blast that when I'm driving around. Um, he's got a song called Where Rivers Are Red and Cowboys Are Blue, and it's about the girl he really likes. and. Um, She's living in Cheyenne, Wyoming, I believe, and he's he wants her to come back because she's not liking it, and he never once says come back to Texas or anything, but if you're a football fan, you you would kind of get those context clues because of uh, where the rivers are red. Um, when Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Longhorns play, it's called the Red River Rivalry, and then when he says where the Cowboys are blue, the Dallas Cowboys, the NFL team in Dallas, Texas, their their colors are gray and blue. So I thought that was a cool um, way to just kind of tell her to come back to Texas without even really saying it. And, and I'm guessing a lot of people that listen to country music, especially down in Texas, love their football. So that was very cool. And then um, another slow song with a that I really like that reminds me kind of something Cody Johnson would definitely write is Until I Found You. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very happy I found Tristan Maris. He's some is exactly what I've been looking for. Uh, I put him on my Red Dirt playlist. I have him on there with Cody Johnson, Aaron Watson, Josh Ward, Randall King, all these guys. They just kind of have that that nice sound. It's relaxing, just something to throw on if you're sitting around a bonfire or something. Uh, I really enjoy it. So give him a listen. He's got two EPs out, and then he's got that new single, Forgot About You. Um, you can tell if you go look at his Instagram page or just see him. He's he's a country boy. He's just like Cody Johnson. I keep comparing him to him, but that's exactly who he reminds me of. He's got the the pearl snaps on, the starch jeans, the the nice cowboy hat. It, he he really fits the picture of a country singer. So um, I'm rooting for him. Give him a listen. He's he's very good. Got a good voice. Writes really well. Um, both these guys, Vincent Neil Emerson. He's a he's a heck of a songwriter. Uh, check them out. I think they're doing really good things for country music, and I'm excited to see where they go and um, what the future ha- holds for them. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was with everything going on with coronavirus and just different times. Uh, it's very unique for musicians out there uh, with all the virtual concerts we've been seeing on Instagram Live, Facebook Live. Uh, so it's been really really cool and different um it stinks that we have to be in in, uh, quarantine and not see our friends or go to concerts or anything but um it's very cool to see how these artists have adapted to the to these crazy times and have um found ways to still give us music and give us these virtual concerts and keep us connected so um i i've been watching a couple of them and as always uh Luke Combs has just been blowing up. He's he's been playing some unreleased songs on Instagram Live. I've been tuning in and watching and just hearing what he's playing is, is phenomenal. He's my the two biggest ones I think a lot of people 
have talked about are Six Feet Apart, which he did release a couple weeks back. And it's just a song basically talking about how this social distancing isn't going to last forever and how he misses seeing his parents and giving hugs and shaking hands, which is uh, it's just crazy how he could just sit down and write a crazy good song in a time like this. Uh, it just really shows his songwriting ability and what he can do. Um, so I was very impressed with that song. Give it a listen. It's on all streaming services. So um, it, it, it's probably going to be a big hit just because it's Luke Combs. Luke Combs is always blowing up the charts. So I'm a big fan of him and have been since he was just had one EP out. So I'm always rooting for him and glad to see that he's still making big hits and in this uh, quarantine time. But uh, another one that he had was Cold As You, which he must have played that a week or two ago. And Cole DM'd me and he's like, you need to listen to this song. So I, I rewatched the Instagram live and saw it and I was blown away. It's, it's just kind of talking about a guy who's going through a breakup. And I think the girl kind of did him dirty and he was all upset and he's going to the bar and he's just, he's, describing like the perfect honky-tonk bar he's saying they got sawdust on the dance floor whiskey river on the jukebox and then it's going on and on he's like saying they're we're drinking beer almost as cold as you it's just kind of calling that girl out giving her a little dig and just telling giving him uh, giving her a piece of his mind so i thought it was very as, as always a very uh witty uh very witty lyrics there and Luke Combs always does that in his songs, which I think that's why he's very successful. His lyrics are always very good. His songs are kind of always um, upbeat. And there's always what I heard one time by Grady Smith on YouTube. Check him out. He's got a good uh, YouTube channel. He was talking about how Luke Combs, there's always a little bit of happiness in his songs, but there's always a little bit of sadness, kind of like uh, when it rains, it pours. His girlfriend broke up with him and stuff, but all these like minor good things are happening to him like he's uh won a hundred dollars on a scratch off ticket or he got a uh, free round of golf with his buddies so uh he's always kind of does that in his songs it i think it it plays really well and the audience uh, eats it up so um i wasn't surprised that this this uh quarantine time has given him some downtime to write some very good songs so i was i'm very pleased with it um he keeps he keeps uh, coming back with hit after hit. So I think Luke Combs is going to be around for a while with those last two albums he's made. They're they've been phenomenal and they've been up in the charts. He's had so many number ones. So yeah, I think I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I just also I just wanted to talk about how I I kind of touched on it already, but just how how creative these artists have got with like on TV all genres really. They've been on TV, singing, um, like living room concerts or going live on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I think it's such a crazy time. It's just going to allow for these, these, uh, artists to sit at home and maybe have the downtime they don't normally have when they're on the road and they can really think and have a fresh mind and come up, come up with some very good new songs that, uh, that hopefully they, they can release right away. Nothing, uh, will get in the way. So, I think, I think if anything, there's if there's a uh, a good side to this coronavirus, which I don't think there's a lot, a lot of good things to come out of this coronavirus. But if there is one good thing, I think is uh, 
these artists are creating good music and um there's i think the songwriting and the lyrics are going to get even better just now that they're at home and able to think about things and not have a lot of other things on their plate stressing them out and they're with their family and just kind of hanging out so i'm excited to see what what kind of music is brought from from all this um the next thing i wanted to talk about was my boy eric church uh there's been a lot of talk i think it's been confirmed about him him and his band were up in the north carolina mountains they rented out a diner for 28 days and for 28 days they wrote 28 songs so they haven't confirmed if if he wants to do a double album or if it's going to be a 28 song album which i'm cool either way i cody jinx like in october like we've said uh in two weeks he released two albums in october which they were both very good and i i like that i felt like I felt like it really worked because I felt like the After the Fire songs flowed really well on that album, and then the Wanting songs flowed really well on that. So I don't know. I feel like Eric Church would. I hope he would probably do the double album. I know he likes. Uh, he's always talking about how he wants his albums to be listened from the first song all the way through to the last. It's a. He always says it's an art, and it's it's meant to be listened to, the, to that way. So I'd imagine he'd split it up because twenty eight songs would be a lot to listen to. Um, I'm hoping these songs are, are pretty good. I, I love Eric Church, but I wasn't too impressed with his last album. Uh, there were, there were some songs off there I really liked. I liked Hippie Radio. I liked Snake, or The Snake. I liked, uh, Jukebox in a Bar, but it just didn't hit me like the other albums did. Uh, the Mr. Misunderstood album did take some time to grow on me, and maybe this one will too, but, um, I don't know. Like, my dad has said this before, and he's wishes Eric Church would come out with some more um, upbeat party songs. Not, nothing like Luke Bryan's Spring Break album. We, we definitely do not want that. But just like Drinking My Hand or Jack Daniels, those were big hits for him. And I hope those, those type of songs start coming back. I know he's a dad and he's getting older and maybe that's not part of his life anymore. And I understand writing writing about things that are actually happen, happening to you. But uh, those, those were some of his like the fans favorite song so hopefully he reads into that a little bit and gets um gets those songs come back out but uh i'm excited for it i am a little nervous um just about the content in the song how how well they're gonna be like the lyrics and everything because 28 songs in 28 days that is a that's tough and i just don't know how how well these songs will be written if you're if you're just giving yourself a ultimatum when you have to have these songs done so um we'll see maybe maybe they're not all written in 28 days maybe he pulled a little bit from uh some uh unreleased things like one of my favorites is old friends old whiskey old songs so i don't know maybe maybe not maybe the, maybe he actually did write 28 songs 28 days i i i have faith in eric church though he's he, almost everything he puts out is pretty good. It's just that last album just it didn't hit me right. But uh, he's teased a couple songs already. Um, he's teased a song called Jenny, Through My Ray Bands, and Never Break Heart. Uh, they those three songs I've listened to the the clips of, and they've all sounded very good to me. So that does give me hope that these are going to be pretty good, um, pretty good songs and. 
that we probably have nothing to worry about. So um, I'm excited to see what news comes out of here and what else he has to say about about these 28 songs that he's been recording. I think it's very, very cool what he did, though, going up into the mountains and just kind of cutting off connection with everyone and just writing and getting down to business. So um, I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know if there is a exact release date yet, but I think he said by the end of this year or it was like January 2021, it should be out. He was teasing something like that on Instagram. So um, we'll see. Uh, I, I will keep you guys up to date on that. Uh, I'm very excited. He He's one of my favorites. And then um, another one of my favorites is Chris Stapleton. And there's been a lot of talk about him, about his newest album being recorded. Uh, there's been rumors. Nothing is confirmed yet. But our... His last album was uh, in 2017, so it's it's been about th- I think three years exactly, maybe maybe a little more than three years. Um, there's no official word, but the uh, the past year he's been playing a lot of uh, unreleased music live in concert, and people have been posting on YouTube and all those songs that he's been playing, and so I I know he's said a bunch of times on in interviews and stuff he's got thousands of songs that just written that he's never recorded and he's a he's a heck of a songwriter he's wrote um he's wrote a comeback song for Darius Rucker he's wrote a couple songs for Kenny Chesney he writes a lot of songs for other people so um yeah I I just hope he's he's gets another album out there's nothing confirmed yet but I mean you got to speculate a little bit when he's playing all this uh uh unreleased stuff in concert um, so there, there has been rumors about everything going on with, uh, his album being done. So hopefully it is. And that gets out here soon. I'm excited. I've been, I've been itching for some new Chris Stapleton. I hope it comes out here soon. He's got a phenomenal voice and God knows if he puts out an album, he's going to be cleaning up at the award shows. He always does. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, just recently, my my favorite country singer Cody Jinks, he tweeted about a new song called "Watch the World Die." He said it's coming coming out May twenty second. Sounds like a little dark song coming from Cody Jinks. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna have to do with uh, coronavirus or anything. I hope not. But uh, I, I'm excited to hear what it what it's about and uh, and how it sounds it's his first song since his double album and it just kind of came out of nowhere he was he was tweeted about it he said like pre-save the song get it ready for apple music and um spotify so um hoping it's a it's a good one i was pretty pleased with his last two albums i thought the wanting was definitely the better of the two but he did decide to go with ain't a train off of uh the after the fire album he he decided to release ain't a train as uh his next radio single and around here it's gotten a little radio play i've been pretty happy to see especially as an independent artist he's getting that radio play um the song it just has a crazy amount of fiddle in it and um i i always i always uh crank that song up when it comes on it's a it's a great song give that a listen if you haven't yet but uh yeah may 22nd um keep your eye out for the for watch the world die by cody jinx so just what six days until until that comes out so i'm, I'm really excited 
And a couple weeks ago, he released Fastlane on all streaming services. Fastlane was a uh, a lot of you guys might not might not know Fastlane by Cody Jinx. I only know the song just because I bought the Adobe Sessions uh, album on vinyl, and it was a bonus track on for, just for buying it on vinyl. Sometimes artists will do that; they'll throw a an extra like unreleased song on there. Like uh, when we bought Eric Church, The Outsiders on vinyl, it came with a it came with a cover of a. a Gosh, I'm blanking on the name. A Beatles song that he covers, uh, but so it was really cool. I like when artists do that. Um, but yeah, he he's re- he released Fastlane on all streaming services. A very, um, very cool song. Uh, it, it just like Cody Jinx usually always does. It's a very introspective song about things that he's dealt with and um, what he went through. I think on the road. I think it talks about maybe alcoholism or drug addiction. So. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's kind of a dark song, but very good, very well written. Um, give it a listen. It's it's newer. the The album cover it looks just like the Adobe Sessions album, but it's just uh, it's black and white instead of that like tannish yellow they had on the Adobe Sessions album. And I think it says Fastlane instead of Adobe Sessions. So it's a it's a very good song. Uh, give that a listen, but. Yeah, we will definitely be trying to uh, to do more of these podcasts. Me and Cole have been talking. We've gotten our Twitter back back up going, tweeting about things. Uh, so we we are definitely back into this, especially since it's summer now. We don't have as much to do. Um, we're just working. Cole, me and Cole got a couple summer classes, but nothing should get in the way of, of this. Um, I'm very happy and excited to be to be back doing this. It's something I really enjoy. Um, probably last thing, last two things I want to talk about, uh, I think in June or July, um, Yellowstone, the new show or not new show, but the new season of Yellowstone is, is coming out. And if you don't, if you've never heard of that show, uh, it's made by Taylor Sheridan and Taylor Sheridan, gosh, me and him probably have the exact same taste in music. He's always putting either Whitey Morgan, Coulter Wall, bunch of those guys into his into his movies or shows they're either being played in the background or they're in the trailer and Yellowstone is a nice little it's a cowboy show it's about guy in Montana he owns the largest ranch in Montana and it's just all these things uh, are coming and uh, try all these people are coming trying to take over his ranch and uh, trying to get the land and it's a it's a neo-western which is like a modern day western it's very good they whiskey myers has has actually been on the show if you're a ryan bingham fan ryan bingham is actually a character in the show he sings a little bit in it um so it has to do a little bit with country music taylor sheridan obviously really likes his country music listens to that real country music so um keep your eye out for that show it's it's very good i've watched both seasons i'm very excited for this third one I got my dad watching it. He really, really enjoys it. So, yeah, give it, give it a watch. I think it's on Paramount Network, or you could buy it through Amazon. So, very, very good show. Um, and then I guess my recommendation of the week for a song is "Plain to See Plainsman" by Coulter Wall. Very, very cool song. It just sounds like, whenever I hear it, it just sounds like stuff guys might be listening to when they were 
pulling their covered wagon across the United States. It's an old, old sounding country song, but very, very cool. Coulter Wall's voice is just, it's something else. It's for his age, you would not believe the way he sounds, but uh, check it out. I really like it just from being from the Great Plains, being here in Nebraska. It's just a really cool song about a guy who just, he, he loves being, he like, he mentions how he loves the North folk. They don't mind the cold and he loves the South because they fill his belly and soul. But, uh, when, but when, when he's older, he wants to be, be where, uh, he's always come from. And that is the, the plains. So he's a plain to see plainsman. And, uh, Coulter Wall is also from the plains. He's from Saskatchewan up in Canada. And so he says it's ge- geographically pretty close to like Montana and Wyoming it's a very same area so uh, he wrote that song and uh, put it on his last album and I I really like it and uh, um, I really like it and uh, just check it out and give it a listen Uh, very very cool song Um, I think a lot of people that are from the plains could could relate to it and like it Um, so check it out he's one of my one of my favorites right now can't stop listening to him since i saw him in concert but other than that uh hopefully we get another podcast out next week uh cole will definitely be joining me until then keep your eye out or just keep watching our twitter and uh like and retweet follow us share with your friends we're just trying to get this thing uh going so sorry for being inactive for so long uh Thank you. If you're listening, staying loyal. I really appreciate it. Uh, Hope you guys are staying safe with everything going on. And I'll keep you up to date with country music. So thank you, guys. The Outsiders. The Outsiders.